Welcome back to another episode of the Candid Chronicles podcast where we get to talk about life and filter. I'm your host, Anchera. Before we begin this week's episode, I want to thank everyone for the love that they showed on the Mother's Day episode. And I hope that you guys enjoyed such kind of content and I'm looking forward to having like more um, thematic content, like content that revolves around the themes in society. Like if it's Mother's Day, you have a Mother's Day content. If it's Father's Day, we have Father's Day content. If it's International Women's Day, we have International Women's Day content. Such kind of content. And I want to thank you guys so much for the love that you showed. Now, this week, it's just a very chilled week. Like, I'm just saying, work has been... Huh? Huh? You people, you did not tell me that people go actually go to work 8 to 5. Yeah, I hate it here. I, I, I honestly hate it here. I don't like it. I'm not enjoying it. I'll tell, I'll tell, I'll tell, I'll tell, I'll tell. But anyway, this week we're going to, t- to discuss about something that actually one of you guys sent to me. And I was like, you know, it's actually, like, come to think of it, um, most of the time we tell people how we want to be treated. Like, I tell you what I like, I tell you what is my love language. But do we actually sit and teach people how to treat us? So that's what we're going to discuss about this week. We're going to talk about teach them how to treat you. And we're looking at it from like various perspectives, from a family perspective and from a relationship perspective. Now, if you know me, I am very big and very passionate about families because I'm fortunate enough to come from a family that's stable, open for close quote, but different they how their ways of like communicating their ways of like raising us it's so different from our generation because they are doing it the best way that they could and we really appreciate that but it's not how it's not some some things we may disagree and i know if you're a if you're listening to this and you're between the ages of maybe from 18 to around if you've gone too much maybe 30s you may realize that some of the ways that your parents are ra- were raising you or are raising you, it tends to bring up a lot of questions. To me, to me, a lot of questions because I've been exposed to like so many people, I've interacted with so many families, so I'm able to like really get, get a glimpse of how different, how different families raise their children. Now, they, we all have some non-negotiables when it comes to teaching people how to treat us for example if you're in a workspace you can you can set healthy boundaries like you can tell people that these are my boundaries you just can't cross them because remember whoever you're working with is not your friend not everyone there is your friend most of them are your associates like you for you to actually establish a healthy working relationship doesn't mean that the both of you need or like you and your co-workers need to be good friends you can actually sit and decide to be associates and we're also going to touch on teaching people how to treat you from a relationship perspective especially towards the start of a relationship and as the relationship progresses now first of all we have to set some ground rules some ground rules when it comes to teaching people how to treat you you yourself as a human being you have to know what you can tolerate and what you can't tolerate because people treat you exactly how you treat yourself so if you're someone who is 
like how you present yourself as someone who's very indecisive someone who lacks assertiveness in their lives people will actually use that as leverage to have their way with you and that actually made me reflect on a certain situation that i had now i'm that kind of a person man i practice a lot of patience like with people because i know people are different and with everyone that i meet in my life they are all different like everyone is just different but i come to realize that i practice a lot of patience and i extend a lot of grace to people who don't really deserve it because i have that mentality yes i don't know how to judge people like i literally accept every tom dick and harry into my life Okay, I'm not saying like literally, literally. It just depends with how. Of course, you can't accept everyone in your life, but I have I, I I don't love walking out of one inconvenience. And most of the times, I have been in a situation where I had to really acknowledge that this person is not making me is not making is not treating me how he used to treat me when we were starting off and i pitched the i i pitched the idea yani corporate kidogo kidogo tunaanza kusema pitch corporate kidogo tunaanza kusema pitch but i pitched the idea to him and he said that he was willing to like try and i stayed and i because you know what I, well, you know what i said i just don't walk out of inconveniences i stayed but now it got to a point it was so bad like it was just basic and i had had enough and i just said it again but i kept on realizing that this is someone who kind of took advantage of the fact that i give people chances a lot because if there's one thing that i have learned is that i build my expectations based on the perception that you feed me and i can tell you i'm not god i am not i am not a psychic so i can't just sit look at your brain and i know you have good intentions you don't have good intentions how you present yourself how you communicate to and that's why i think i fall for a lot of bullshit like and i, I don't mean like literal bullshit but there are some things that people do and you know you can only pretend for a very short time you can only pretend for a very short time so you put my expectations high and when i don't get that energy reciprocated when the, the that stage of pretense is over i now you end up now breaking my expectations and there's nothing as hard for me to pick my like there's nothing that that's harder than me picking myself up every time after an inconvenience and it really goes now to escalate my trust issues that i cannot trust anyone i just cannot be talking to everyone i just okay i don't entertain everyone into my life no no it sounds like i'm enter, i entertain people into my life but i don't um uh, i had to like really now know what exactly i am walking into and if anyone knows me by the time at we are knowing each other i honestly ask you what do you genuinely want if i'm not able to get an answer there and then boy i'm out i am 
out. I am out because if I don't know what we are looking for. You know, we just have some people who are just there to waste, like to just waste your time. Maybe they're seeking some form of validation from you. Maybe they're looking for a distraction. Maybe they're just seeking um, some form of company. Maybe they just love how they can have access to you without having to struggle so much. You know, sometimes it's always hard to have, like, to communicate with someone emotionally, especially male and female. And I like partners who you see significant others. You know, these days. It's a lo- you have to be di- you have to be broad when you're addressing. It's not only a man and a woman, so you have to be broad. If you're you and your significant other, you know this person may find it very easy to actually open up to you and say, and they love how they have access to you. They love how you're very easy to talk to and all that. Because I get a lot of that, guys. Why, Jesus? I think. That, that's one of the main reasons why I'm not able to trust anyone because I know how to create like a space where someone can open up and actually communicate and actually say what they're feeling and I know how to ask the right questions this is I, I'm not going to even say that it's talent or anything but I just don't love wasting my time I just don't love knowing the light light things unless I know what I like I just let's get the difficult discussions out of the way so that I can know what I am working with. And that's why I always ask, like, genuinely what you want. Yeah. Because you're also a human being. I am also a human being. We also have our own um, our, our own mouths to speak <laughs> and just say what's on our minds. And I came to realize that for me, asking what this other person genuinely wants, it helps me actually avoid disappointment. It actually helps me manage my expectations because I'm also not afraid to walk away from situations that don't fit me. Like, if you don't fit me, I'm sorry, it's a wrap, we're out. Because, and when I manage my expectations, I'm now able to understand what this person is able to give. And know if I am going to keep you either as a friend or an associate, or I'm going to just try and work it with you. Because at the end of the day, if it's building a relationship with someone, it's not... I personally, This is my, my own opinion. I personally don't believe in the ideal um, partner. Like I don't believe that you can have someone who literally has it all. I, I literally don't believe in that, but I believe in finding someone who I am willing to work with. Like, you know how people say, um, niggas ain't shit? Like, me my nigga has to be the shit. Like, I need the shit for me to work with. And I realized that now, if I meet you, because people can only meet you to the extent that they have met themselves. And anytime I just like look at some, I interact with some, I have an interaction with someone, I pay a lot of attention to what actually comes out of your brain, like out of your mouth, how you speak, how you articulate yourself, how you communicate. And like looking at it from an outside setting, if I can't remember where I had this, I honestly can't, I, I can't. But there was this man, he's an old man. Ah, his name has just disappeared and I had written it down yesterday. So he was discussing like how people, how you meet people. If you go out somewhere 
you see someone from afar the first thing that you see is how this person dresses and then as this person moves closer you can you can see how this person actually looks like in terms of the visage the body and everything and the close if this person comes to like a near face interaction you're able to see to actually even feel this person you know how this person smells and taking that context um when you're knowing someone and you're actually learning i want to studying someone when you're actually yeah when you're actually studying someone you end up now discovering more things about this person but i need to get the important things out of the way like one of my biggest uh things that i usually ask after i've asked what you genuinely look for what, what you're genuinely looking for in getting to know me is how's your relationship with your parents because you are a reflection of your parent parents at parental attributes how they raised you how society raised you you are a reflection of that regardless go and argue with your ancestors i have said what i have said you are a reflection of your parents relationship you are a reflection of how society raised you if you didn't have parents or even both so how you were how you were raised the attributes that you learned from a child if you grew up with both parents if you grew up with one parent if you grew up with a single mom if you grew up with a single mom whose partner had died if you grew up with a dad only you are an attribute of that their attributes contribute a lot to your life and that's how i'll be able to understand and know what i'll give and i'll be able to know how to treat you and i'll be able to now like even manage my expectations so that i can communicate more or not even communicate more communicate better because at the end of the day when it comes to uh communicating with you as my partner or maybe you as my friend or maybe you as a family member i want to communicate to be understood not only to be heard you know sometimes you can say things this was just listening especially my dad ah i just remembered this man okay you know so that he listens to my podcast but let me just say this man ah, oh my god and you know i came to notice like there's a pattern of even the men that I attract but that is that kind of a man I'll tell him dad mom you know like it's so hard to show affection to such kind of a man because I'll just tell him dad morning mm. dad good night mm. I'm like just say good night just say good morning it doesn't hurt it doesn't even waste your saliva when you say good morning now what is mm? what is mm? that she that she that she packs with me a lot a lot a lot and now since you're now diving slowly into family you can't okay i should have just started this this should have been like my first statement but you can tell people how to treat you but you can't force it on them like exactly i can't tell you how i want to be treated i can't tell you that I love calls, I love texts, I love 
having some somewhat kind of clarity when you're communicating to me but i literally can't force it on you the same way you can't force someone to commit to you if this one talk they will talk and i can tell you that there is no such thing as being too busy to talk there is no such thing we live in a world where we are on con- like we are constantly on our phones 24/7 24/7 even me myself i am a bad texter and this even my friends know i am a bad texter but when I, when you call me and i see a missed call i always make sure i call I call back regardless of the situation because sometimes people um really tend to take that out of context and disrespect like I can get it like I can understand you can be genuinely busy but this is what I always say the same energy this person gives you please give that energy back it will help even reduce expectations if this person communicates less communicate less if this person communicates more communicate more because now you'll be able now to like at least find an equilibrium between the both of you and you can't force a conversation you can't force yourself to communicate to someone because you and with that you're like actually even able to set some standards when you communicate clearly because and I can just tell you if it's not working out it's just not working out even with family you have because I always say that and I said that in my previous episode a family is a permanent connection like these are the people who regardless of whatever you're going to go through in life they will always be there you get married they are there when you're born your mom is there your dad is there when you go to school your first day of school your parents are there When you come back home your parents are there. When you go to high school your parents are there. When you go to campus your parents are there. When you move out your parents are there. When you get married you introduce your partner to your parents. Okay? Okay, you're no not everyone. And I I, I just don't Oh, there's something man I'm just like mm. is it a must? Do just say must. Say must by that. But your parents are always there with every life change that you're going through and that's a permanent connection you can't change that and it's high time we appreciate we start to just accept that yes we can meet people in our lives who are extremely toxic like on a scale of 1 to 10 hey i can't tell you there, there are toxic family members i have interacted with some i have since i mean one thing that i came to realize is you have to set clear boundaries because you can't control um someone's anger you can't control someone's um rudeness you can't control like all their negative like i'm trying to think of more negative attributes that someone may have you can't control that but you can control how you respond to it because sometimes it's better to love people especially your family members but love them at a distance because at the end of the day it's as much as they are part of your life as much as they circle around your life at the end of the day it's all about you and how you're feeling and how how do you feel comfortable having them in your life you know because and this is i say this is a lot of um 
uh, with a lot of I, 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 let me just say I take it with a lot of heart but everyone is replaceable yes everyone is replaceable including your own mom including your own dad everyone is replaceable you may not change the titles that they hold in your life but you may change that character that they have like the character that you aspire to have like in a mother because there's sometimes i can tell you there is no such thing as a linear parent um child relationship no relationship is perfect especially if it's a relationship for me like especially right now and i'm in my like rebel stage not nothing is perfect like a relationship with my mom is just going it's it's just yeah parting away but i have to now know she has to understand that this is my boundary this is i have communicated my boundary you don't have a right to cross it and when i say communicate a boundary i'm just saying most of the times when you when you when you have a when you establish a boundary it's because you want to keep this person close to your life but with some control somewhat kind of control either for your own peace either for your own sanity because and i can let me just give an example so i'm the kind of a person like i used to react a lot like if i get angry i now know my body goes into reactive mode like i have to react you've made me angry you shout i shout you do throw tantrums i also throw my own tantrums but i came to realize it was hurting me more rather than it because when i was doing it i was near to the aim of hurting the person who i used to argue with more but i came to realize that it's hurting me more and one way that i realized that is that i had not control and actually suppress my emotions like i will just literally look at you now let you speak blab just yapa 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 all your nonsense and after you're done i now address how i am feeling because kitambo you will shout i shout you will do this i will do this you will you know you will shout we are there we are there like tunabishana it's like a competition a shouting competition and i realized that that was not healthy at all and i had to now be okay with not everybody uh okay so now i <laughs> and it through that now that i learned that not every relationship is actually linear not everyone who walks into your life um comes fully healed you know you may be and and that's even one thing that i realized even through therapy you may be healed no okay no one is fully healed let's just admit that but you may have done all that self work you may have decided to work on yourself get into therapy or rather find someone who you can confide in and share your problems with but it doesn't eliminate the toxic people outside therapy it's like let me just paint a scenario it's like have you ever been like, how people are in war let's take like a war a, a war torn country like the middle east here in the middle east i am trying to think of a country in the middle east and like yo i didn't do geography in high school i was not want to suffer i was not want to suffer my brain cannot suffer that much but let's take a country hey, is there a country in the middle east yes Hey Jesus. Yeah. 
am I that stupid now? So let's take a country in Middle East. That's a war-torn country. But there is this home where it's just like a nuclear family, a very simple nuclear family. And these people are very calm, very chill. They don't have violence in them. But the moment they step out, everything around them surrounds the violence. And like there's violence, you wake up, there's a dead body there, you wake up. There's someone's hand chopped off there, a head is just lying somewhere there. But when this person, this family comes back home, it's the most safest place they can ever be in. And that's just how people in therapy are. We have been in a situation where you're so healed, but you still go out there and meet someone who's narcissist, who's a narcissist, a narcissist, a narcissist, this episode, Jesus, I just, someone who's possesses narcissistic behavior. Yeah, I think that's the best way I can just say it. <laughs> that's the best way I can just say it. Um, therapy kind of, kind of gives you the line for you to be able to identify what you can work with, what you can't work with. But it doesn't give you the line for you to eliminate someone's trait, you know? Because sometimes people, the people who come around your life and they really don't serve you. And how you can actually withdraw from that is becoming less attached to them. It's not your fault that you fell in love with someone. You know that, like, because people you fall in love with the perception that people give you at first not this whole um if i was to fall in love with with people who they like if people like truly presented the, presented themselves authentically when knowing people i highly i think it would be like a handful of people who are in a happy relationship because you come now to discover something about someone with each person day and now it's up to you to decide if you want to live and work work with that or you want to go you're in charge now of navigating your own emotions and that's why let's say when it comes to teaching people how to treat you you first have to have met yourself and not fully you can still be in the process of meeting. like I am in the process of still meeting myself like I'm discovering things about myself that I never even knew that I had like I never even knew that I'm someone who can actually open my mouth and speak and have someone listen to me. Like at all. I just sit and look at myself and like, eh? okay, so people can listen to me. And it's crazy because I was filled with so much self-doubt because I know what I have bring to the table. Like I know what my brain has. But I have been in a situation with someone who actually brought me down and like racked my self-esteem like just tarnished it kabisa kabisa and it took me everything that i had to get out of that kind of a situation and now here we are listening to this episode and i believe that's the best way that i can conclude this episode and i wish you guys an amazing week and full of opportunities and love please send coffee because i am just dying in this corporate office i'm just like okay
back. Have a nice week. I've been your host, Anchera. Thank you.